Hi, I'm Jordy, co-founder of Midas Touch, and this is The Mighty. The Mighty is a new program on the Midas Touch podcast channel where we feature the best commentary, rants, and musings from your favorite Midas Touch contributors. Today, we bring you Richard Stevens, better known as Barbara Seville, Arizona's best-known drag queen. For over a decade, Barbara Seville was friends with Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake was once a local newscaster in Phoenix, Arizona, and is now running for the Republican nomination for governor. Carrie has run a xenophobic, anti-LGBTQ, and hate-filled campaign, and recently condemned drag queens for harming America. But here's the thing. You see, for the last decade, Carrie Lake would love going to drag queen shows. She was known as a big tipper and invited Barbara to dance in front of her kids. Let's hear from Barbara Seville about her relationship with Carrie the fake, (coughs) I mean, Carrie Lake. Carrie would be tipping 20s. She likes some drag. (laughs) I have receipts. I have the photos, the text messages, and the direct messages to prove all of those things. You know, so we shared an intimate relationship. Carrie Lake is a fake. Hey, I'm Richard Stevens from Phoenix, Arizona, also known as Barbara Seville of, I think, Arizona's number one drag queen. Besides that, I've also have been a friend of Carrie Lake, the one of the Republicans running for the nomination for the governor of Arizona. And after she took a stand about drag and about people like me, I decided to speak up and share my story about my friendship with her. And I brought photos, text messages, and screenshots to document it. Carrie Lake is a fake. I've been performing in the Valley for like 25 years, done everything, literally, from cabaret bars to giant festivals, uh, hosted a radio show on KISS FM. If there is a venue that seats 50 people, I have played it. (laughs) That's what led to my friendship with Carrie Lake. Carrie was broadcasting from the Fox Studios that were just about a mile and a half from a bar legendary dive bar called the 307 Lounge. I'm just a very prominent piece of um, queer culture here in Phoenix. And everybody ended up there from time to time. So it wasn't a big surprise to see Carrie there. She and some of her colleagues would show up after a broadcast and they would um, catch the tail end of a show. I mean, I was significantly younger, so (laughs) I was more easily impressed, but I was like, oh my gosh, Carrie Lake is here. So I struck up a conversation with her. Of course, she had a lot of makeup on because she was coming from broadcast. And so I loved her makeup and I'm a huge news fan. That's what we bonded on was just like, you know, love of news. And, you know, she enjoyed drag through the years. After that, I got her phone number. She got my phone number. Uh, She reached out to me, sort of used me as a source for, you know, you know, stuff that I was, you know, adjacent to any sort of um, whether it was LGBT related or if it was drag related. There was a, a time where they would constantly tie in that night's movie into that night's news broadcast. Like tonight at eight o'clock, Brad Pitt in Fight Club. And at 10 o'clock, meet a real life Fight Club person. You know, so they did something like that with me uh, about drag. And so that's how I started appearing on the news for her multiple times. Then she started becoming more of a fan and a friend. She would support some of the charitable endeavors that I took part in. She would come to some of the events that I hosted. And I have receipts, you know, those are photos. Those are, I have the photos, the text messages and the direct messages to prove all of those things. You know, so we shared an intimate relationship. She definitely came to my shows a lot over the course of about 10 years. So like that was a lot. I wouldn't say that she was a regular. I wouldn't say she was there every month, but I would say a couple of times a year she would pop in and everybody would get excited that Carrie was there because Carrie would be tipping 20s. She liked some drag. (laughs) Tip your local drag queens. She did invite me to perform at a birthday party for her and she hired me 
to perform at a baby shower for a Fox 10 colleague. And yes, Carrie's kids were there. Carrie has sort of reframed it as that she threw a baby shower and I showed up. But Carrie invited me, specifically asked me to perform as Marilyn Monroe, paid me for the performance. And she asked me to um, to deliver a baby, I mean, not deliver, like give birth to a baby, but to hand over a baby to the, the mother to be. And she paid me for that as well. And I have photos of all that. This would be about 12 years ago. She picked a fight with the wrong person because I'm willing to stand up to her. She knew what she was doing though. She saw an opportunity to feed into the hate, the anger, the discontentment, the uh, disenfranchisement of a lot of people, the anger that Donald Trump stirred up. And she certainly modeled herself right after him. I don't think she blocked me until she took this anti-drag queen stance. I feel like when her tweet came out, I called her. I gave her an opportunity to say, hey, I'm really sorry about this, but I've got to take a stand for what I believe in. Or, hey, don't believe this. You know, I don't know, just whatever she wanted to say. You know, and I could make a decision from there. But she didn't answer. She didn't answer the text. So I took it to the direct messages on Facebook. And that's when I saw that she had blocked me. And I realized, okay, she did this on purpose. She doesn't want me to be able to share those direct messages. Um, she doesn't want me sharing those DMs. And she doesn't want anybody to Google Carrie Lake drag queen and find all those pictures with me and her. So last Friday, someone sent me a tweet from Carrie Lake, incredibly poorly composed tweet at that, you know, with random capitalization and run on sentences. It was basically attacking sort of a woke culture. They said that we took down the United States flags and put up a rainbow flag. We took guards out of schools and put in drag queens, God's gun and glory. It was just red meat, you know, something to feed a hungry base. It was just all those keywords that people wanted. And she knows that none of that is true, but I saw it. It didn't reflect the Carrie Lake that I knew or the friendship that I had maintained with her. So I gave her an opportunity to explain it and she chose not to take it. As recently as a year ago, I messaged her and she said, I wish I could come see a show, but I'm afraid someone will throw a drink at me. Things have gotten so crazy. And I said, hey, I get it. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. After that, she came up with a really cool logo. It's an Arizona state license plate and it says Carizona, you know, Carizona. My drag name is Barbara Seville. And I do a lot of that branding with my stuff. I say it takes a civilage. I call people who come to my shows civilians. I say, come to my civilian party. And so when I saw her Carizona ad, I texted her and I said, oh, this is great. Very brilliant. And she wrote back, I know, right? I learned from the best, wink emoji. You know, so we were still on friendly terms. She's disputing media. She won't talk to media. She's only talking to fringe outlets. And all they want to hear is Trump, 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 pervert, pervert, pedophile, groomer. It's a caricature. You wouldn't believe this if it was an episode of The Simpsons. I decided to speak up and, you know, as the kids say, share the receipts because I was really outraged by the hypocrisy. Um, I was outraged by the hypocrisy. I was disappointed in her as a friend. And then I was also concerned for my own safety because, you know, when you demonize a whole group of people or you point out the differences and you say that these people are bad and these people are dangerous, what that does is it stirs up a lot of anger and it gins up a lot of hate and it puts people like myself and others 
that are not necessarily a part of that community, it puts us at risk, a very real risk. But I also wanted to point out just the hypocrisy because there's only two possibilities, possibilities here. And that is that Carrie Lake knows that drag queens are not dangerous groomers. She's saying these kind of things just to pander to a base. Or she really believes that I am a groomer. She really believes that I'm a pedophile. She really believes that I'm dangerous. And she was okay with it. And she was okay to bring me in front of her friends and her children. So I don't know which one of those scenarios, I'm sorry, those scenarios. <laughs> I don't know which one of those scenarios is worse. Um, but I know which one is true, which is that she wasn't afraid of me. And I'm not a danger. First of all, Carrie Lake thinks that the LGBTQ population is a punching bag and that we will walk away from a fight. That is not true. I decided to speak up because I have a big following on social media. I have the ability to, to get in front of some people. So I'm willing to speak up, but people should understand Carrie Lake is speaking to the lowest common denominator. She's trying to scare you. I don't think she even thinks she can become governor. I think she thinks she can become more wealthy and powerful by jumping on hate and by scaring people. And I think the people of Arizona are smart enough to say no. You know, this isn't the, the, crazy, the crazy land of politics that it was a few years ago. Arizona has, has shown that we've moved more purple. We went for Joe Biden. We elected two Democratic senators. We're not falling for that stuff anymore. Now that was the incredible Barbara Seville, everyone. Thanks, Barbara. And thanks to all the Midas Mighty for tuning into this episode of The Mighty. Make sure to subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast channel and leave a five-star review. This is Jordy from The Mighty. Shout out to The Midas Mighty! Mighty!